looking mm-hmm. at the trophies, I'm like, you could have done that? <laughs> <laughs> Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the Podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. Today, we experience the wonder and this anonymous adventure where you travel on a life's passage. We are discussing the indie adventure game of the marquee topic, Journey. Journey. Which is my favorite game. Oh my gosh. You're uh, but before we get into all of the stuff and all of the things and all of the journeys, uh, we're going to get into who your hosts are. I'm Caitlin. And I am Tom. Ollie. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we are still doing this remote. And these episodes are still brought to you in part by that Nerdon Nation. And as a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun perks like uh, early access to our episodes. You get uh, special content that is only made for you. You do get special servers in our Discord server, which it is now public so we can invite more people into the realm of the Nerdon family. But as a member of the Nerdon Nation, you get private servers that are devoted only to you. Um, but yeah, check out the Nerdon Nation. It allows us to grow and to be the best that we can be, especially in these times where we're having to grow and pivot all of the time and try to figure out things and stuff. Um, All the things and stuff. Yes. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. And our Discord is nerdon.io backslash Discord. Discord. Also, this episode is brought to you in huge, huge gratitude to huge. 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 Uh, Apogee. Huge. Huge. We are using their hype mic. Um, it is an incredible the USB ultimate podcasting microphone. We're gonna. Are, how long are we gonna do that? <laughs> Forever. 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 Forever, as long as we're partnered with them. Yes. Okay. Check as, out our uh, live show on YouTube to get that joke. Um, but uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we use Apogee hype mic that allows us to keep doing these episodes remotely and at high quality. Uh, we all we are also partnered with Odyssey headphones. Uh. Three of us are using them. Uh, Ollie still needs Just to come three, pick up his. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Logistics. Logistics. <laughs> He's like uh, social distancing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't yeah. do that. I can't bring back your headphones, Josh. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, because actual can't. <laughs> yeah, because actual can't. Tom did. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm, well, I'm Jason we'll Statham out of the bunch. That's why. <laughs> That's I'm the right. badass out of the crew. Anyways, that is the housekeeping. On with the episode. Yeah, so you know what's crazy? That this is a one-and-done completed game. It is. And um, what a game to play during this time where we're all at home. But at the end of the day, at the end of this episode, we are going to rate it. So that does bring us into our first segment of the show, which is Guess Guess That that Grump. Um, well, that's the song. Stop rewriting other beautiful works with your bullshit. Oh. Um, so, um, guess that grump. If you're brand new to the show, um, 
it is a segment where we are going to go around the screens because we do this on video too. Um, and uh, guess who is going to be the highest or the lowest ranking uh, rated person as a scale of zero to five, no matter how high the number is, if you're the lowest in the group, um, then you um, are the grunt for the week. And since we do not have our uh, resident rude boy on the lot um, to give us the uh, nerd on nation poll, um, on our typical episodes, we will involve you into that. So listen to our topical episodes. You can see how they get involved, and it's really awesome to be seeing who is that guest, that grumper guest or guest grant gator person. Um, so, so since I words. always explain it, and I'm never wrong, and I'm a perfect life form, I'm going to go first. Isn't Tom cool? <laughs> <Hey, Sel. laughs> um, For a change. I'm going to say that the grump of the episode is going to be Josh. Oh. Can be Caitlin. <laughs> that's true that is very true it really uh, can't it's not <laughs> it destiny really so it could be me no yeah. I, I know exactly why right, it's Tom? not gonna be you I know uh, exactly why it's not gonna be you I mean I, I it's a shot in the dark like I feel like it's that's hard like, this one's kind really of is, hard yeah. this one um, is I mean I guess I'll throw the dart at the grump board uh, it lands on Tom okay. I'll say Tom smart smart choice smart choice Mm-hmm. Is it uh, no. Caitlin or Ollie? Uh, I think it's going to be uh, probably no one but Tom. Okay. Two on Tom. Two on Tom. Um, I'm going to toss it to Tom, too. Why not? Three wow. on Tom. Step on well, down, everyone. You know. Y'all win a prize. <laughs> um, so that um, now uh, we move on to uh, the next portion of our show, which is the complete spoiler of our rating, but not of the uh, actual content. Um, we are right. going to be spoiler-free, and then after our brief synopsis, we'll go into spoiler country. But um, initial reaction, so how did we first um, experience it? What was our reactions about it? So how about Caitlin, since this is uh, her, her one of her favorite games, or if not is her favorite game? All right. Okay. All right. Um, oh, wow. She's getting Take first. us through your first oh. impressions. Uh, so I have been a massive fan of this game since it was in development. I remember mm. I used to work for a video game website. I was writing about the development process of this game. Um, so when it finally came out um, in in 2012, it was like, I remember my first playthrough and I just melted on Tears. the couch. It was like I was a blob with no bones. Mm-hmm. Um, just like So it's like that anti-drug commercial. In, yes, exactly <laughs> like that. Um, I had been hit with the, the dopamine so bad. Um, so yeah, it was just like everything about what this game was and, and the music and the visuals and the story that was there. Um, it was everything that I'd ever wanted from a game. Like that was it. Like I, I don't, I like, I play competitive games and I play like PVP games, but I don't r- truly enjoy that as much as I enjoyed this because it was so much about um, exploration and the process more than like bickering with someone else. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that was me, a blob, boneless blob of joy. That's me. Boneless okay. blob of uh, joy. Ollie, <laughs> um, let, let, let me, let's go and confirm why I didn't pick you. Okay. So, I mean, this game, it's it's very interesting, right? It, 
when you look at independent games in the landscape, like especially and obviously this is a few years older, but um, it sort of becomes it can become a testament of like cool emerging uh, technologies for in gaming and um, concept development and coming up with cool things. And um, to me, this is such a gr- such a uh, pivotal game in the sense that it's such a great snapshot of how you can create um, intelligent like mechanics and systems and intuitive gameplay mechanics, you know, not a single, uh, you know, uh, line of text is on screen and it's, you know, just shows you the shape of the controller and all that stuff. It's a very universal, very approachable, uh, game. And what's really, you know, it's funny cause it like, it doesn't have to be localized, right? It's like, it's just, it's all through, um, music and through gameplay and it's such a great, um, just progression from beginning to end. And it's the, you know, it, it's a shorter game. We, we, I don't know if we've mentioned that or we will. It's a, it's a couple hours. You can get through a playthrough. Um, Spoilers. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean you, know, I'm it, kidding. you should I'm go kidding. in with that, with that uh, expectation, you know, don't, it's not going to be a 60 hour, like, you know, adventure or anything Slog. like that, but unless, unless you want to make it that and, you know, we'll talk about trophies and stuff, I'm sure. Uh, but it's, yeah, I, I love the game. It was, it's, it sounds, it, Looks amazing. It, it sounds amazing, and it's it is it's amazing. What you want in a, in a platformer? Yeah, Tom. Mm. Uh, so I played the game not like when it first came out, but like very, um, very like surface level. And uh, I remember my friend Curtis Phelps. Um, he had Flower, and uh, mm. I played Flower, and mm. uh, he was like, "Yeah, this is kind of just a really chill game." And so like I remember him, like I was staying the night at his place, like for two nights when I was like doing summer school. And we just played it on like on the floor of his um, of his place, and um, it was fun. It was uh, fun to do. And then so when Journey came out, I was like, "Oh, it's the same developers, okay, whatever." But then I played it for a little bit, and uh, it, 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 to me, I felt like it, I didn't have the same experience as playing with someone else because it was like very by myself. But then, um, long time ago, when the pyramids are still young, um, Caitlin joined the Nerd On crew, um, and then I decided to stream it. Uh, for uh, a playthrough, and I was very surprised that I was able to play, uh, stream it in one session and be done, um, quote unquote, be done. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about more of that later. But um, yeah, and then I played it one more time in preparation for this, and that gameplay was completely different. Um, and I hated the fact that I didn't know that until like recently. But then, so w- my initial reaction for the game was that. Um, I can't think of a better concept of um, powerful storytelling without words like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, I. It, it's very interesting that that game company has developed um, a sense of um, universality that the, their games have. Um, and this one, I think, is, I think, one of the top 10 games I would suggest to anyone to play any type of video game if they've never played a video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so good yeah it's like it's Josh? a you know it's kind of cheesy but it's 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 like the it's using the language of emotion versus like actual language so that's sort of like universal and, and emotion part of humanity you yeah I'm so excited you. josh um real talk i still haven't played no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> no real talk i so i angry. um until we put this on the docket I had never played a solitary second of this game. I had no idea what to expect. Um, Mm -hmm. 
Uh, no idea. I hadn't watched a you trailer. Seen anything either. I haven't watched. All I had seen was artwork, uh, the mm-hmm. thumbnail on the PS4 uh, like store. It's the, the store page. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been free a few times in its life on PSN. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know what to expect whatsoever. And so starting it, I'll be perfectly honest, it was a journey. It was a learning experience. It was completely different than what I have ever experienced in a game. Uh, not a bad experience, just a different experience different. that I was like. Catches you off guard. Yeah, it does throw you off guard because, and we'll go into that later. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. And so finishing it, it was like, at the end, you were like, wow, that was fucking dope. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my initial reaction. And and since si- since we're in spoiler free territory, I do want to just also add that like game developers really should look at this as a um as a I would say a template honestly for when you want to make a game because it's like it it just shows you what's possible with so little like communication to the player or you know so you think the traditional communications and not so much hand holding. Yeah, it teaches you how you can get away with. Uh, for the most part, you can get away with not having to handhold somebody, but at the same time, make things like really obvious and really intuitive. And yeah, you're not going to immediately know how to solve every problem, but you know, they kind of give you the tools um, for you to kind of discover. And, and yeah, I, I would say this is a great place to start <laughs> to like, look at like game theory and what, um, what like, you know, um, player versus game experience looks like, especially if there's any like uh, game students out there, anything like that, and, and and are curious about wanting to expand that sort of like game theory knowledge. De- this is definitely also, one of those games to to pick up. But also on that on that front is looking into the into the development of the game and what went into it, just from an emotional standpoint and yeah. mm. the inspiration and all that kind of stuff. So it's a very mm-hmm. the process of it. I think is very interesting. So yeah. awesome. So now yes, we step outside of spoiler-free county and go into spoiler country, baby. Oh my gosh, I'm so ready. <sighs> um, so um, our next two parts are going to be our brief synopsis, where we're going to briefly summarize a little bit of the game. And then our meat and potatoes, which is the production. And then we'll go into our favorite parts. Um, we'll do like maybe favorite. There's no favorite characters, really. So maybe favorite uh, segments or sure. uh, things, challenge aspects. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do our qualms and then we'll rate. So, um, I'm going to do this as, uh, as, as, oh no, we're not in spoiler free. We're not in spoiler free county yet. Um, so it's going to, so we're still spoiler free right now. Um, you are a red cloaked traveler in uh, a desert. And, um, as Ollie said, without any verbiage, just showing you, um, the controller, um, the game tells you where to go. Um, the beginning of the game, um, there, it shows you the The animation doesn't even. Sorry to sorry. The game actually doesn't even tell you where to go. Yeah, I mean the animatic uh, shows um, the title and then the top of this mountain, which emits this powerful light, mm-hmm. um, and that becomes your kind of north star, your uh, guiding point of where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you are more than welcome to explore. And um, once you do that, you'll start seeing um, other um, aspects of the game, and they'll teach you mechanics of how to traverse through different um, lands, such as the desert, uh, underground through the snow, through castles and stuff like that. Um, so you finally reach your destination. 
Um, um, but throughout, they weave this story. And as we said, it's all done without any type of um, dialogue box. And the music plays a very powerful um, piece to the game and as well as some other in-game mechanics. Um, and that's the brief synopsis. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That wow. was like 20 minutes. I mean, pretty succinct. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's that's the most I can say without being spoilery. That was about as long as that's the game. Fair. Man. Yeah, all right. Um, so now. Uh, to who? I know, right? Uh, we will do um, the, bre- uh, the the production. So um, production publishing company is Sony Computer Entertainment, the gaming uh, hardware company of PlayStation, um, Annapurna Interactive. They did the iOS and PC ports. Um, they did games of What Remains of Edith Finch, mm. 12 Minutes, and Outer Wilds. The developing company, so the game developers, um, that game company, that's the entire company's name. It's one word, that game company. They did Flow, mm-hmm. Flower, and then their most recent game is Sky Children of Light. Uh, the notable creators that we can mention, um, there's a lot of great people that put into it, but the te- the people that we can put in this list, um, the director was Genova Chen, who was actually like the CEO and head person of that gaming company, um, who done work of Cloud, Flow, and Flower. Um, the producer was uh, Robin Hunike, um, or Hunike. I, I, I might mess up the pronunciation, I apologize, who is responsible for Sims 2, Open for Business, Glitch, and Wadham. Um, the composer... Uh, Austin Wintori, uh, who's done work from Absolver, Assassin's Creed, uh, Syndicate, and the John Wick Hex game. Um, the leads are the programmers, John Edwards and Martin Milton. And at this point, uh, everyone at home listening, there's not anything you could find. Like I Googled and Googled and searched and went to the website and like tried to find like credits, IMDb, all this stuff. And they have all unlisted info. So John Edwards, Martin Middleton, your programmers, you guys are amazing. The artists... Matt Nava, who um, did work on Abzu um, and The Pathless, and Aaron Jesse, who's done Evil Within and mm-hmm. Crash Monsters. Mm. Um, there is no other series in the game. There's no other franchises other than the fact that it's part of that game company's like, whole collection. The original mm. release date is March 13th, 2012 for PlayStation 3. Nice. And there is no cast. Mm-hmm. Except the Red Traveler, I guess. The player oh, but, is the right. cast. Yeah, so, um, yeah, now we can jump into, again, the meat and potatoes. So, favorite parts. Now we're in spoiler yeah. county, babe. Let's talk about it. Let's. So, about that white cloak, though, right? Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who, who wants to jump off? Who wants to pop off with the favorite part? So, um, I was all about the um, what the game was inspired by, because it was inspired by, like, a Japanese garden, and how, like... Hmm. Um, the emotion that it evokes is like the most important thing. Um, and that, uh, the player is represented by the cello solo. Mm. Oh, cause that's you, right? Yeah. You like the cello, the cello that like, um, that changes with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that is supposed to represent like you and the, the, the struggles that like you're facing throughout the whole thing. Well, so, I mean like, yeah. aren't you a big cello person? I'm a bass player. Bass player. Upright bass. Totally different, but that's okay. He tried. <laughs> Don't even ask me about it. Oh, I did have a small snippet as well. Um, Journey um, is one of the games that Genova Chen has been honored by exhibits curated by the QM Gallery in Arawak in 2016, the Smithsonian's Permanent Collection in 2013, and the MoMA's Collection in 2013. Uh, their latest game, Children of the Sky, was featured as Apple's iPhone Game of the Year in 2019. Mm. So just like so you know, got a um, Grammy nod too. Yeah, yeah. Grammy nod in 2013 
for uh, DDDD Best Soundtrack for Visual Media. They didn't win, but like video games had never been nominated for that category before. For everyone listening, it's like equivalent to like a comic book movie getting Best Picture. It's like, is that possible? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, Um, But yeah, uh, more favorite parts? Uh, Ali, look like you're about to say something? Yeah, um, I just love the way, I guess you can call it a part, but I just love, I love the flight in this game. It just feels very organic and just like it, the energy that's like from the little scarf that you have that like propels you forward just feels very satisfying. Like the physics of, of the flight is very satisfying and surprising how easily, how, I shouldn't say easily, how effortlessly it looks for them to pull off as developers for just the physics of the game, like entirely like games. Other developers can take some serious notes from how uh, the physics in this is handled for sure. Um, Josh. It's hard with this game to pick a favorite part because there's so many aspects of the game. Um, it's a visual and auditory um, experience at the same time, uh, not just mm-hmm. like music, but sound effects um, but and then you have a visual standpoint that is just like I mean the last the last chapter is just a <sighs> it's a mind fuck that you're just like oh and now I'm doing this and now you know, I'm flying you know what here and I'm is? writing this. What? You know what this game feels like, especially since you mentioned that. Like it's almost as if they took like the emotion and the soundtrack of like your favorite like emotional movie that has like crazy ups and downs, and they mm-hmm. just like separated the emotion and and soundtrack from yeah. the movie and threw the rest away and kept the emotion and soundtrack and you just played through that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, so like true. Like uh, just, especially, I mean, since we're talking spoilers, not to take over your thing, Josh, I'll, I'll send it back to you, but like going over that Ridge at the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was where you start slowing down. And yeah. You're cold. That's a perfect example of like, this feels like, like it's from a, from a movie. Well, to me, I'm just like, bitch, I'm going to get there. If it ta- And then you start slowing down. Your controller yeah. starts rumbling. Oh, and you're like, yeah, oh, you're like, no. Yeah. You're, you're like pushing. Coming you can only the push ridge. the stick so far. And you're like, oh. Go further. Can, well, can, wait, buddy. Can, but buddy. Bring, bring, Do it. bring it back to Josh. Um, but I think my overall favorite aspect of the game, and I'll go into it a little bit in, in qualms later on, uh, because I do have something to say about this, but there's a there's an anonymity to the game. Um, the multiplayer aspect of it, yes. I think, is fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. I I did not know what was happening until the credits rolled. Yeah, because I yeah. would see I would see somebody that looked just like my character while I was playing, and then when the credits rolled, it said players that you met along your journey. And then digging deeper, like going, like, Ollie, you briefly mentioned earlier that we might talk about this, but trophies. Looking mm-hmm. at the trophies, I'm like, you could have done that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's But it's and then you don't, like, the, no, anyway. It, well, no, yeah, so, I mean, it's in, a rare, it's in a rare occasion where the trophies kind of hint things at you and, like, yeah. kind of show you how, how you could play a game and kind of tease you in like certain ways yeah um so it, it's almost as if like it's a side quest or like a new game plus kind of well, like that's your that's your side quest checklist right yeah. kind of like how to fully complete the game and fully max out your like yeah stuff um so i talked about it earlier i played the game one time and i felt like i had a very singular experience i was like i went through i played it blind i was like cool and i got to the top of the mountain i fucking died i came back to life and i fucking flew up and all that shit it was all fucking dope <laughs> but then i played it again for this episode right 
And so when I played it and I was and then I immediately unlocked return. I was like, oh, shit, I got a fucking trophy for like coming back to the game. And I was like, cool. And I started playing the game and then I, you know, open it up and then there's the mountain and I go through and I unlock my power and then I finally get to the first city. But then I see the giant tower. Right. And so I'm like, I go to that tower and then um, I start going to each level and uh, elevating, elevating. And then it starts showing me all the things that I should have done. And I was like, oh, is it recounting upon my last journey? I was like, that's kind of cool. Um, but then I didn't realize that after I got out of that level and then the, the white traveler or the white, you know, cloaked person came in and then, you know, showed me the next path, which is the ice levels. And then I was like, I thought I was supposed to go underneath and ground and do all this other stuff before. And apparently I, had, I think I feel like I had jumped into someone else's playthrough because I had met someone else along the way. I was like, oh, is that my shadow self? Is that my ghost? Did I like meet like the past time frame of where I was at oh, the, yeah. the game? And then like, and to Josh's point, like, it's like, you just didn't, like, I was completely blindsided that this was even possible. Right. And so yeah. like, I started going with this person and we started going and traversing and then when it starts winding and blowing and I, I fucking blew off. I blew off the place <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that sucks. I'm not going to catch because I was kind of racing that person too. I was like, I'm going to get there before you. I'm going to get there. At the bottom path. And then <laughs> I went down the bottom path and I was like, shit, I'm not going to catch up. And then I caught up and then they were waiting for me. And then I was like, oh, okay, Aww. so never mind. So this is, is this an NPC? I never, I never knew, right? They gave you a big old charged chirp. No, and then so like we and then we would chirp every once in a while, right? And then we would walk and walk. And then we finally got to the icy cold at the end level. And then we both passed out. And then when we came back, we all came back to the final, like the final when you're entering into the brightness, like uh they would like they would be in like the camera the way it was, they would be in front of the camera and I'd be in fr- like in front of them so I couldn't see me, but then they would move so that we could see both of us walking side by side. Aww. And I was like, what is going on? And then I had to look it up and I was like, you can play with someone else. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, I cared so much about this other person, making sure that they found everything. Like I got us hit by the, the dragon thingy. And then like, they waited for me. I was like, (gasps) and then it's like, it's interesting. You do build a stronger bond with someone that you've never spoken to because you start really worrying about like, are they going to continue? Are they going to get through it with me? The thing, the other thing about that, that I love about the anonymity and like reading into like the developing of the game is like, that's why they didn't even want to show you player names. Yeah, because even when you see a player name, you develop like, oh, this is Brosif sixty nine. Look, it's I over dragon have, asshole. I've already <laughs> created a judgment about this person. Whereas if you don't see anything, you are you're just on a journey together. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know it was um, multiplayer. Like when I first played it, it was. It, I like, didn't and know. I completely, <laughs> for, I completely forgot about it when I when I played it for this episode, and I was and I was playing through, and I was like. Oh, weird. I don't remember like other characters in this. <laughs> I thought I was convinced it was like an NPC. And then yeah. it kind of like stopped. It, it's, it started following me and then like doing kind of what I did. And then, but then like kind of not, you know, like sometimes you're like kind of suspicious. It's like, is this an NPC? I kept you're going, not, you're not really oh, behaving. it's me. It's just yeah. like you're, you're almost it's, too coordinated it's me. and too <laughs> self thinking. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and oh, I think, it's a, I think it's an actual person. And then, then they were I, real I dropped, people. They dropped off in like ten minutes, though. The most of it, most of my most recent playthrough was uh, solo. Okay, yeah. So the I people I that I, I met get... weren't on there long, so I didn't think anything yeah. of it. I just thought like, a, it's like a mirage, like it's a part of my journey, like it's me, uh, like a weird like uh, visual shadow thing. self. Yeah, and yeah, no, exactly. And that's what I thought. Maybe it was a part of like maybe I was a part of a tribe, and this was this, and yeah, I was like, it wasn't, oh, it's just like nobody was ever cheeks. there for more than a few seconds. 
And then, mm-hmm. but at the end of my journey, the, when the credits rolled, it was like four to five people that were there. And I was like, when, when did this happen? When, when, <laughs> when? what, who, No, so what? when I, when I discovered that, I thought that was the most charming thing in the world because, um, you know, obviously I, so I watched like reviews for this, like IGN and it was really cool. IGN's uh, review for it. They said, I'm not going to tell you much about the story. Just play the game. And I was like, <laughs> that's so like dope because I think it does like. The, the intrigue or the, the mystique of it, of like going in blind is part of the journey. And like, that's the thing where it's like, we're going to use journey in facetious ways. But like when I first played it, I very much was like, this is like a metaphysical experience for me of like, I'm going through life and I'm experiencing these things and there's going to be ups and downs and they're going to throw things at you. And sometimes the world, you know, is going to change the rules. Um, and then you finally get up there and I was all by myself when I first played it. And then when I played it for the second time, I really started paying attention to the world. And I started seeing like, what did the magic really mean? Like, what did the red carpet really mean? Or, you know, the the felt, the material. And, like, what were these dragon-like things? And, like, what is the greed? What are, what are these things sticking out of the ground? Like, these are graves. And, like, what is this desert? It's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is, like, nature reclaiming civilization because, you know, people yeah. took this power. You realize from they're the, graves. Yeah, they took this power from above <laughs> and started, like, saying, like, it's mine instead of, like, sharing it and making their utopia. You know, people, apostles, like, left. And, you know, you were the chosen one to kind of, like, helped start it but then the, i think the sweetest part is like the very end is like once you're done uh a light branches off and then the journey starts again and mm-hmm. that's kind of like this beautiful thing that like it, it's tough because it's like is it is it sad that like we're always going to continue to relive these you know tor- terrible times and relearn is, our history is it reincarnation like is it reincarnation you know. or, or is it wonderful that like the journey is always ongoing and so I'm like, that's th- those are interesting questions you ask yourself. So the fucking transition from okay, so the game ends, the credits roll, and then you're back at the start. I just thought mm-hmm. it was fucking flawless. I was like, I just kept watching because so I tend to watch the good. credits of the games that I play, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, here it is. I <laughs> see what you did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was seamless. Like you, you couldn't. It was just the way that everything floated together and went into it. And then you were like, oh, because you know how sometimes you can see the difference? Like you're like, you can see when you're like in a cinematic or this. Mm -hmm. And then you're starting gameplay. Like this was just like perfect. And I was like, you bitches. I know. It's it's like watching a perfectly looped video. Uh, She doesn't get to talk. uh, This is her favorite game. This is my favorite (laughs) game, you know. Uh, no, honestly, I'm I'm just enjoying listening to all of your responses to this game because it 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 so perfectly is capturing like the reason why this game is so important to me um, because there's no dialogue because you kind of don't notice it um, when when I played through it for the very first time I like the momentum that the game kind of you fall into this like slipstream. And you're just kind of, it almost feels wrong to stop the first time. And then when you come back, mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? I have, I have m- more knowledge of what this is. So I'm going to like branch out more. I'm going to explore more. And, um, which will behoove it, you. Right. Right. So, so there's so much more you can do in that world. Um, and uh, like this game is like my aesthetic. I love the yeah. the very warm and the very cold and how the the music changes with your um 
with with your actions and the scenarios. Um, I, I don't know if you guys knew about the uh, live tour that they did with this no. game. Mm-hmm. So there me. was actually a Kickstarter that came together after this game came out. Um, I think it was within like a year or something. Um, but basically, uh, uh, an orchestra went around to several cities and they had someone playing the game live because it only takes about two hours, which is like a concert length. Mm-hmm. And so the they had um, taken the composition and chunked it in such a way where the orchestra was playing in real time to a live. player oh, that's playing awesome. the game. Um, so they did a couple of those. It was it's just amazing. Like that's awesome. This wow. is the kind of thing that I personally am drawn to. Very emotional, very artistic, very like. Um, there's so much thought put in and i it it almost like this game was supposed to be completed in a year and it took three mm. um they already knew that like extensions were going to happen and i think it started with a team of like seven and ended up being a team of like 18 or something um but it's it's such a short game and it's so compact but like um even even with the like play test that they did, three of the twenty five people that played the original play test like cried, because mm-hmm. how can you not like mm-hmm. this is uh, it's it's so vague and um, well it's it's thoughtful. it's sort of like it applies to can, yeah it applies to so many different things like we're, like we've been saying like it's such a universal it's pretty like, much the experience. hero's journey yeah and it's just right. anybody can understand it and and we've we've all been exposed to enough media at this point to know like we're all you know we're going to reach back to some other movie or some other game that we've played that has similar experiences and we're driving using that like for me um uh the the tower is very much very zelda i don't know if that's the answer you were looking for tom (laughs) like the reason i would love it is because it's, it's like water temple basically but like in such a pure um like spiritual way instead of it being like actually the water temple. So well, the, like, o- the only reason I didn't pick you is because you said the thing already is I like the visuals. I like the visuals. Cause yeah, visuals it's, play with you so much harder than it plays with me. Uh, when like, like the ripple of the sand that like reflects the right color and all that stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. That's just pure it joy could be the most beautiful thing. And then you hear a fart sound and then all you like, it's just impacted me so much that the visuals are beautiful and pretty. Well, like, and I always, I joke about it and I was like, Oh, he's going to talk about the visuals. Well, the, the, <laughs> the environments were so palpable. Like when you're walking yeah. through the yeah. snow and you're like, you're feeling the vibrations or you're going forward and it's like, you're like at the end. You're they have feeling great, that slog. You're feeling yeah, that like it's great, like cinematic camera work, which you don't you don't see that in too many games. Unfortunately, is that sort of like cinematic attention to the camera work that's yeah. in the game. Like as you start start approaching, like I remember when you start approaching that sort of point at the end, the camera kind of shifts over and gets the shot that it wants, you know, and like it starts pulling in and it's just, no, it's very cinematic. Very. Yeah. There was a really dope scene where it was like when the wind is blowing and then me and my companion, the second time played through, we had to go in between this little crevice and the camera pulls up and then you just Mm -hmm. see us walking between these two cliffs. That was one. And I was like, yeah, why why didn't they do this in Lord of the Rings? They're showing that like pass the sort of like, they kind of did. I think they had a similar shot, maybe but going similar through a pass, but like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, no, I was just like, man, like, yeah, it was definitely, uh, and and yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's very hard to not put yourself in that place, and that's the thing where 
I really liked about it is like no matter what you're going through, like, you know, audio engineer stuff or, you know, if it's craft design or game development or someone's doing, you know, act, everyone has their own journey that they're going through. But this one speaks at such a fundamental level where you it's so easy for you to, you know, put yourself in that into the traveler's, you know, position where it's like, this is what this is like. And um, I just felt like it was so wonderful that they were able to make it super relatable for you. And I, I thought about you a lot, Ollie, because I think you always talk about how video games is like the next level of entertainment experience because yeah. you get to actually experience it versus a film. They have to do a lot to make you feel like you're that person or you're invested in that relatability. But here it's mm-hmm. like the controller's in your hand, so you're doing it. And I yeah. really love that this one here speaks to so many different um, things. And so you know, it's, it's, not- the, it's the ultimate like combination of the different like forms of media where like yeah. you can have um, like song, dance, interaction, which I think it, is an important art. And it, it, all these come together. And this is a great example of it. Yeah. It's not like, you know, I'm a father and I have a son, but I also I've never been the God of War. So I guess I kind of understand it <laughs> versus like I've, you know, it's like I'm walking through a place. OK, I'm yeah. I, where am I going? OK, cool. Now I could do this cool stuff. It's to yeah. me, it's almost like bird. You know, it's like it's like being born and then going through life and then death. You know, like you learn how to walk for the first time. You learn then you learn how to fly. And then it's those yeah. kind of things where it's like I that's you growing out of your juvenile states to your you know adulthood. And it's like you, you think you got everything right, and then some things will take those abilities away from you. And the thing I really love the most, one aspect of it was yeah. like, for me, my first time playing it, I experienced this feeling of like, uh, I always think of um, there is a game called uh, Dante's Inferno, and no, no, not Dante's Inferno. It's um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater Three, right? Um, it, every person you killed, you actually end up meeting them in the River of Sticks. Um, so mm. the game changes based on how many people you've killed. And so what I thought about with Journey was like, I'm playing this through and was it the fact like, and now I'm in the ice level, I'm going up the hill. I was like, I made my freaking scarf so long. Is this thing weighing me down now? And that feeling of like the things that you've accomplished is like, are those helping you? Are they hurting you? Does it, does it add more pressure to you, your ability to get to a place? I had, yeah, I had a very similar thing, like where. Um, for me, it was kind of the opposite. I built up my scarf as much as I could. And I was, I spent extra time in that, um, the one where you're building the bridges. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in there just to make sure I got all the extensions. And I was like, I'm going to do this right. I'm going to get all the upgrades. Um, however, and like at the end I'd made a, a, like a foolish move and I've, I got hit twice by that thing. Yeah, it's um, so devastating. And the dread of it, of like, fuck, like I just lost this thing that I've been building. And like, and of course me being the gamer, like immediately pause. Is there a load? Is there a, should I end my <laughs> no. session? Maybe you didn't save uh, it. No, this is real not. life. But no, this is real life. Like this is, I'm, I'm stuck with my decisions. I wait, I was too hastily went out of the cover. And so I have to pay the price. And so that happened to me twice during the playthrough where I built it up and then it got taken away from me. And I was like, man, this is like really adding to the, um, it really did add to the, the sort of the pleasure of, or the catharsis of going through that that last pass where you're being lifted up by all the particles and everything's yeah. glowing like, and it's all magical. Like, dude, like, like going all great at the end afterwards. I, I got my companion hit and that was like the most devastating thing is like not only did oh, I get myself companion. hurt, but I got Ooh. them hurt. And then now I've cost them their ability to traverse. I'm like, if I mess up, I hurt other people. And like that yeah. was like such a really cool like, man, they're hitting like it's lessons. Too real. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I think the one that got me a lot was 
because uh, I think it's important to have like a very healthy relationship with death. And when yes. they have that last, that last like premonition, because the white cloak, um, your guide is, you can tell that they're ashamed of like having to tell you about like, this is our fault. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you have to face what we left behind. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And when yeah. you get that final vision, that's like, you will fall. You will crumble before you oh, reach yeah. the end. Oh yeah, it goes a close up to you see the little image of them on the with ground. the wind, yeah. and yeah. it's like it's like you're not gonna make it. Do you like? Are you still gonna try? And to me, that was extremely powerful because it's like, uh, this is gonna get like super against you. morbid. Uh, no, but to me, it meant like we're all going to die. Do you still want to live? Yeah, like mm. of. Yeah. of all the hard things you're ever going to face, like they're, you're going to move past them. And, and at some point you're, you're going to not be quote unquote alive anymore. Um, I put quotes because we don't really know what's past this. Um, Flying uh, through with more scars. New game plus. um, (laughs) We all go into each other's. That was a very powerful moment for me just to like see that, you know, there will be all this hardship. There will be all these things. You will have an inevitability that you will face that is completely unknown to you. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to keep going? And it was yeah. like, yeah, I do. Nah. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think they keep hitting it home. Like, not even with that, but in world like techniques of like you're going through like like you're the desert. You think is like, oh, it's this long arduous place. But once you start realizing like the cold, dark underground area, it's like, I want to go back to the desert. Like this place sucks. <laughs> I want to be back um, in the sun. Can I yeah, please? Yeah, and then like you it's go cold. to the icy place where like you see more graves, and then the, you like, start seeing like the water place was like my favorite level. Yeah, I was like, but oh, it was the also glowing, the most like, terrifying yeah. because that's when they introduced the, the monster, and yeah. those monsters <sighs> were fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. like they were um, just like the the anticipation of them was just like yes well I, and then I, when you didn't realize that the statues on the side are those creatures and when they mm-hmm. like come to life and you're well, like, when fuck. The movies, you're like, oh no okay <laughs> and you realize you've gone too far and you're like oh can i go back but this is the only place i can go um mm-hmm. i will have to make one shout out a favorite part of just after you know your character you know dies and makes a sacrifice and is reborn or goes to heaven whatever um belief system you want to put it into um, and it's just like your controller vibrates so hard and then it just blasts off like Superman. I was like, oh, this is so dope. And then like I saw mm-hmm. those little dragon things going up. I was like, I'm going to go through you. I hate you. Yeah. You got me so much shit. But I was like, and then like once you get through like the tunnel of light and then you just see like the heavens, it's like, oh, and then this is, like wonderful. And the like little, the little uh, creatures turn into those whale things. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I call them like, yeah, yeah. The magic carpet guys, yeah. Yeah, the magic yeah. carpet <laughs> guys. Um, another, another like aspect of the game that isn't necessarily a part of the gameplay, but it kind of is. There's a level, um, basically like in the first chapter, there's a level where there's kind of like these caves that are around you. These like insets that it seems oh, like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. get into. If you go, if you are starting the game again and you go to chapter select, that is the chapter select and all of those things are the different levels. And you fly mm, to, if you want to go to a different really nice. chapter. Whoa. I was like, because I wanted to see what it looked like, what the chapter select, such yeah. a stupid detail, but I want to know what the chapter select yeah. menu looked like. And it was that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. This is a fun detail. And so, 
I want to add a little disclaimer that that was actually new information to me, despite me being a huge fan mm. of this game. Um, like, yeah, no, I was much more into the emotional stuff rather than playing this a thousand times. Yeah. So I feel like whatever your experience with that game, with this game, um, all of them are important, even if you only ever play it once in your life. Just yeah. wanted to make that little side. It's kind of like if someone said Dark Knight Rises is their favorite movie, which I don't think a lot of people do, but uh, it's like knowing that Gary Oldman lost his script and it went into a dumpster. Like, you know, you don't know those certain things, but it doesn't take away the fact that it's your favorite thing. Yeah. So um, I think there was uh, oh, there's one thing of note um, that I did want to draw a comparison just because it, it did bother, not bother me, but it was like it was, this playthrough is what made me realize it. And it's that Destiny 2, because it came out after uh, the first like or like the second mission or level is basically this game where it's like well, you're, you, you don't have powers your power. walking through you don't have your powers. You're you're slogging along and then like it even comes to like a crescendo where you come over a hill that's mm-hmm. like has light peering and you see like a view and it's and uh, it has mm. it's done by like a Japanese um, like quartet or something like that with strings. And oh, guess what? The, guess what the name of the song is that seven minutes long journey and that it, yeah, it's journey. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Wow. It's, so it's 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 nice to see the stuff permeate, which, um, you know, whether it's conscious or subconscious. Um, on their part, it's, it's, it makes sense. You know, it's, it's tried and true. It's, it's hero's journey. Like I will say yeah, that I've I added this, this to my, uh, I have a Spotify playlist called video nice. game soundtracks mm-hmm. and I have added, yeah. I've added addition. that to it. No, I, 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 one thing I really always adore about this game is that like, it's, I always, I quote Epic Mealtime because they gave me this quote of, it's so stupid, it's smart. But to me, it's like, it's so simple, it's complex. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what this game is. Like, I feel like you totally, if you take it for face value, you really miss a lot of the, like the minutia of storytelling in there. And I think that's what I've always been advocating for. And you've heard me talk about like in the film spectrum, it's not just horror, comedy, blah, blah. It's expressionist and narrative. Like there is a bigger spectrum of like how do you even weave meaning into something without even having a spoken word, and so when yeah. you can do that, I think to me these are these are the telltales of someone who's mastered storytelling. And uh, I, like I don't want to toot my own horn, but like like one one of my films got the best screenplay award, and I had no dialogue. And those are the kind of things that like I find really important is that you can tell stories without having to hold people's hands and without having to be like. Here's the fucking why you should care. It's like, no, just make it so relatable to the point where, like, you have to care. And uh, they definitely that's, that's, showed us. They didn't tell us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really forgotten art form. In all honesty, I think it's such a forgotten art form. And it's, it's because of, like, the like late 2000s, like, mid-2010 era, era where, like, everything just had to be explained. Everything just was dialogue-driven. And everyone's just like, the story, the characters. I'm like, well, I mean, what about the, the meaning? Like how about that accentuates that that accentuates what you brought up about it being like about how I always talk about video games as art and like mm-hmm. you know these are all ones and zeros right it takes it takes an artist to put it together and to give you the experience that you're getting whether it's just the simple physics of the of the flying or whether it's like the items you're collecting you're picking up where they're placed how big this level is there's so much uh, artistic decision that goes into these and you don't really get that from from you know, all your triple A titles all the time, but it, it takes a game where it just pulls back to the essential and just shows you only the things that you didn't know video games had in them, which is like the ability to express this amount of emotion, this amount of art. Yeah. Like I, I, I cared more about my companion than I've ever cared about any other NPC. And then like <laughs> realizing it wasn't an NPC, like 
doing the little chirp game. Like I was just like every like when it got really bad, I was beep, 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 because I was just like, we can make it, we can make it. Because yeah. I was like, and and then like I would see like if I got close to them and I press it, like they would slowly start turning red. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm saving them, I'm saving them. And like that's to me, like it's not like some hot chick with you know guns that like it's the romantic interest of the game. It's like, here's the character's daughter. I'm like, who cares? It's not my care, it's not my daughter, it's not my romantic yeah. interest, but like this person, like I have no idea. They just showed up. And then, like, I guess we're both doing this together. So let's. Well, it's like not seeing the horror. Together. You 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 impart whoever you put yourself in their shoes, and then mm-hmm. this situation becomes your situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, just want to bring up another little side note that is um, relative to us talking about uh, video games as an art form, because in uh, 2012 was the first time that the art of video games exhibit happened at the Smithsonian, and that mm. was pretty much the first time video games were viewed as an art form. Um, I lost my mind when that happened. Uh, Mm -hmm. I believe Okami was one of the games that's in there, Legend Mm -hmm. of Zelda, a couple of things like that. But it was the first time that video games truly had been seen um, as like the the visual art medium that they are and like actually acknowledged it. Um, So uh, this game coming out like literally one year later, I feel like ties into that so strongly of like, yeah, this is like a truly creative medium and it does take an artist to turn, you know, starting from Pong all the way to now. Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into these games. So up until, up until like side note, up until like through call through most of college, actually my, my, my goal in life was to become a filmmaker and it still kind of is in, in many ways. But when I took the one course at the end, like my fourth year, uh, it was uh, video game as art was literally or game design as art was literally the name of the course. And that kind of changed the game for me. Huge shout out to my teacher at the time. That was my favorite class in college. Hands down was nice. it just it. And uh, one of our exercises was like uh, he, he went and bought like three or four board games from the thrift store and then took all the pieces, mixed them up and gave it to us. And was like, hey, here, you guys get random pieces from random games two random halves of two different games and make a game. And that was like our project for like the quarter. And it was a lot of fun. And that oh, kind yeah. of wow. really, that changed my whole like perspective of like what it takes to, to design games. And it led me actually to, to design and create Destiny legends. And that's kind of where that came wow. from. So that happened. <laughs> and I got a game game idea with you, baby, but um, um, we'll, we'll make it happen. Um, but no, I, I talking to that point, like, yeah, I, I, I say that I'm the filmmaker and like, I make stuff and all that stuff. But like the tough thing about, you know, comparing film to video games, like film, you sit there and you watch it, you experience it. But with the game, you sit there, watch it, but you also kind of have to make it fun. And mm. if the game can do all the things that a, a great film can do, but it's not fun, then is it, you know, what have you really accomplished? And that's the right. tough thing that like the games have just another thing on the order that they have to, you know, um, uh, right. satisfy. There and is that caveat yeah. of like, I find that most of the time, you know, it is a great art form, but the gameplay really has to, you really have to bring it on the gameplay front mm-hmm. for the game to really be. You truly can't just show us a whole bunch of stuff that's pretty. And it's right. like you, you, there's yeah, also a like, well, playing part of that's it. a movie. Yeah. It's like, I can watch a movie anytime yeah. I want, or I can play a dope game that yeah. supplies all this stuff with me and really enhances the experience. Yeah. yeah. And, and that works conversely too, where I think, um, I think it's a really cool observation. If you play this game, you see how beautiful it is and how you travel through the environments. 
Whereas like a triple A shooter game is wonderful, streamlined, it, you know, yeah. you move so fast, but you don't give a fuck about the environments. Yeah. Like, because it's like, you're just shooting the thing in front of you. You're, you're just flying past them at 200 miles per hour. Unless you're they're going your, your life your, and you can hide behind them. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You're interacting with like your menu and your items more than you're actually interacting with like the world around you. And I think that's like in the grander scale of what Journey is and like what it's trying to tell people about like how we experience life. Like, it's, oh, it's so good. So yeah. good. Can we get into qualms? Uh, so let's get into qualms, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh, you start us off. Oh. Um, I feel like a piece of shit person for saying this because everybody was saying how much they loved it at the beginning. Um, I do want to put like kind of like an asterisk. It eventually was not a qualm, but at first it was. I did not like that I did not get any sort of instruction. I was just, and I think it's maybe it's because I had never played it. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, it pissed right. me off, to be perfectly honest. Oh. I was like, what the fuck do I do? How? Where do mm-hmm. I go? I know that's yeah. that's childish. I, I get it. No. But at first I, I, I was like, a- wait, like, I didn't know until after, like, probably more than halfway through the game that at the end of a level that there are those, because I noticed those symbols. I didn't know what they did. All I knew is that at the end of a level, there were like four little things. And it's like, oh, okay, so that's my collectible. I could have collected those. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. Um, Eventually, it became a thing that once I realized what the game was and really embraced what it was, it's not a qualm anymore at all. mm -hmm. In fact, I enjoy it because what it actually does is that there's replayability to the game. And especially Mm -hmm. when you dig into the trophies and you go, wait, you can do that and that? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, but at first, upset me. And which was hard yeah. is because I was on a stream too. And I had to kind <laughs> oh, of like hold no. back my like, Well, no, really? I mean, I think that's a big discussion point. I mean, like, I always quote uh, Aaron Eagle Raptor from Game Grumps because he made a video essay about that. He made like one of the first video game essays. Um, and I really love it about it because he talked about like a lot of modern game devs like and he says this in a facetious way, and that's what got him like all. He's like he thinks that every person's carrying a controller is like I don't know what to do. I have a controller, and it's like I got. And then the game developer is like I have to tell him to use this stick to go somewhere. I have to use them to tell him, like this is your battering. This is how you fly. This is your Batmobile. And it's like and then he always says like you should liken your audience to be like I'm just gonna press buttons and figure out what happens. Um, but no, this speaks to that point where like there are two. I think you know not even two. It's a spectrum of game players who like would love to have like those instructions as an option set before them like you know back in the day Mm -hmm. you got a video game you got a little pamphlet and then it would tell you all the controls but Mm -hmm. if you were like me who was like guy who like played with legos and it's like fuck the instructions i'm gonna make my own shit like you don't need the instructions but some people want them um well there's always that like tutorial level right where it's like yeah this is the first mission it's not gonna be too intense because the game's gonna tell me what l2 does you know in a second so it can't be too you know overbearing and we all have to sit through those even though but i mean i guess it's like it it, again like i said it'd be it's a thing that was not a point of contention for me later once i realized what was happening it was kind of like i mean like life you just kind of go forward Mm -hmm. and you figured it out as you go we give you a little bit of instructions this is how you move this is how you move the camera this is your little chirp thing hold that um now fly little bird do the thing yeah Mm -hmm. Um, i mean and and so that that was like when you but you have to base it off of my video game experience and what i've played this is unlike anything i've ever played 
No, yeah, yeah. I think that that's super important because, like, you know, not trying to make you like the guinea pig, but like, there is a lot of audience members who have like been just brought up on games. It's like objective one, objective yeah. two, check your thing, hints you on the guy, screen, check. that kind of shit. Yeah, and well, it's like it's to the point where it's almost like getting getting too we're getting too comfortable with these like standard control schemes. You know, like you know, we'll call out first person shooters. They're super popular. There's a lot of them. They're all like L two. Is Melee is always the red button. Right. There's like a, you know, shift to sprint or whatever. Control yeah. is, is... Hold down is R3. Squat. And like, when a game doesn't follow those rules, like, you remap it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. or or you or you take away points or whatever and it takes you a oh, second yeah. to get used to it. And it kind of shows you the complacency that we can... That that we're sort of been bred to uh, to understand, to expect a certain thing out of video games when yeah. when you just remove those shackles and, and remove yeah. what, you, what you can expect. You get to you almost get to recondition players in a sense and, and, and kind of just have them play the game and that you were intending them. Yeah. To, and instead that, of like, yeah. No, yeah. That, and that's why like, I always harken back of like, I don't need like dialogue. I don't need certain things. Like just, I can see yeah. it for myself. And like, to be and, clear, like these are all realizations that I'm having after playing the game. Like, no, you know, yeah. like going through the same things with like Josh is like, oh, like crap. What was the, do I hold this? How do I? Cause at first I was like, Wait, do I? Uh, I wasn't sure how to uh, like traverse fast enough. Like I kept having to like walk everywhere, and I realized like there was going to be a lot of that. But uh, eventually, I kind of figured out that you can hold down circle and all that stuff to yeah. like keep to momentum, make your thing gather yeah. things to you. And because uh, I, I would like try to, I would try to do things, and then like those flying carpets would just like look at me for a second, confused, and then like go away. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I need power. <laughs> no, yeah. How do I? Mean- I how do I do? And I think that's the thing about game design too, which is really important, is that like you need to give the the gamer an ability to mess up. If you don't, mm-hmm. then you're kind of being an asshole. And that's what I love about Journey is that like there's so many times I fell and I'm like, fuck, how do I get back up there? And it's like, yeah. let me go all the way back and do it all. It's like it's how much you really want to do it, right? But I mean, it's it's um, a part of the. I mean, it as fucking cliche as it is, it's about the journey. It's like no, this, yeah, this is exactly how life so. works. It's how <laughs> life works. There there isn't an instruction manual. Uh, it mm-hmm. is the fucking journey and you're going to figure that out like, as you go. I made peace with, with me losing parts of my scarf. Cause I was like, that's yeah, kind of life, thing. I guess. That's, no, you know? no. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's why like, you know, again, I'm not trying to say all preaching all this stuff like, but like I do empathize with a lot of people who have played games that like the things that you learn from playing journey and like, you're so, like, and I don't want to say like, you're so enlightened because of it. Like you realize like how much of a crutch, like tutorials and all the things have been if mm-hmm. the game doesn't really try to let you practice yourself. Um, and that's why, like, I always say that with, I compare that to, you know, like how our viewing habits are and how we choose to engage with things. Like if you expect to be told everything, then you're never going to ask questions. You're always just going to be expected to be like, why didn't you explain that to me? And Mm -hmm. so like, that's what it's interesting. And so, but like, if you have never done it and and if you walked in blind without me being like, okay, so it's not going to tell you anything. So you just have to try, then it's a detriment. It's, it's tough. So it's completely understandable. The Mm -hmm. only like. The only thing that I was a little miffed about that I thought was unnecessary, but I think that this is for any game that in, that has this as a part of it, is um, using the controller uh, motion to view to as a move camera? the camera. Oh uh, yeah, on yeah. PS4, that is something that you can do in any video game. I personally, not an option I need or mm-hmm. ever want. Yeah, because I oh. there were this times that I was flipped around of... and it was because of my controller was. In a certain uh, to, thing. To give context, uh, Flower, you are the wind, right, mm-hmm. Caitlin? Um, You're like a you, pedal. 
Yeah, and a you flower petal. and you control by using the six axis. And so, like, if the wind, if you want the wind to go faster, so I think that's kind of like that design, as Ollie was saying. It's a remnant when they were trying to get six axis going. Yeah. Yeah, um, But then I don't know if you realize this. I don't know if this is going to trigger you, but you could just use your right (laughs) analog stick. No, no, no. That's what I use. But (laughs) there would be times that my camera would be all sorts of all sorts of in a weird place after like Mm. a cinematic transition. Mm -hmm. And it was because my controller was in a weird position. So the it should have done what like, other games do, which is um, turn just give you the choice right up the front, like yeah. like or turn it off. Like it, yeah. if it notices that you're using the stick, just turn it off until like it notices a, like you trying yeah. to do it. Then it can maybe um, reengage. But I but. do want to say that like these qualms that I had, like that what I said at first, I do not really have. It was just like my initial That's reaction fair. qualm. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't. After experiencing well, I would say the it's game. still valid. Like, you know, it's it's still part of the gaming experience. I mean, I know so that it's valid, it's still, it's but what valid. I'm saying is, like, that's my first, that's my initial impression qualm. Um, yeah. But You're happy it as just the got game finished, as the game, no, what I, it's more of like a realization. It's like on the journey, this is what I realized that this is how life is. Mm-hmm. And this is how this game is. And I learned what was going on. It's like, there are no rules. Mm-hmm. There is no rules. This there is no rules for this game. There is no. no it's rules. like, oh, you want to go over there? Go over there. Go. There. Do you want to see what that does? Go see what it does. Go Have touch fun. It. Yeah. Go. See, oh, go, you, go touch it. What's that shiny spot? I don't know. Go check it out. Like that's kind of like after the game was done, I was like, dope. I'm gonna play this a few more times. Yeah. Maybe curious, not right curious. now, but I'm going to play it again. Did any of you get the transcendence? You mean the white? Yes. No, I'm so mad. I okay. How do you get the transcendence? I'm going to tell you, you have to get every single secret, like all similar. the words. And so if that you was the thing. All the words, your robe turns white. White, and you become mm. like them. And but the thing is, so when you play again, you're you're a white robe. So when you play with other people, you kind of it's not like glory, but it's kind of like you are a person that's kind of like as enlightened as the people who Come left with the me. plane. <laughs> because it, like they, they <laughs> you a know true where guide. everything. Is. Yeah. And that's that's why I was just like one. That's the gamer inside me. It's like, I need everything. But two, I was like, <laughs> I would love to to see that. And I would love to be part of that community of like, I am like, in, so in my fraternity, um, you had a membership development. And then uh, at a certain point, you became a, a, a mentor. And that's the one thing I always really loved um, was that I, I love mentoring people because I always want to be the person that I needed. Um, and uh, that to me is really speaks of like, this is your 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 chance to have this anonymous experience to just help someone else through something they never knew, um, and that's why it's like well, I would do, do the chirp games. I would like jump over in certain places. Like come over here, come over here. You, know, you can't really tell yeah. them. Like on top of that, it's like the reason why that impresses me too is that there are times that the amount of exploration or the amount of experimentation that that would take to even just find them because they're not right. You can't always see them. You yeah, have to go traverse the something. Path. They might be behind a rock that you're right by. But yeah. you wouldn't know unless you went around or and, whatever. And that, like The game really invites you to explore in that sense where it's like, yeah. oh, shit. There are only a few of the symbols that are just right in your face. Like if you miss them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come what on, are you, what, bro. Are you playing the game? But no, <laughs> yeah. the cool thing is like when you see the companions that you've met along the way, you see their different symbols. And they're like, mm, in-game lore, right? So Yeah. <laughs> Um, Caitlin or Ollie, any qualms? Um, for me, Only I don't really have any major qualms. Um, yeah, not really much. Um, other than I would have, to kind of Josh's point, I think they could have used 
um, a gameplay nudge at the very beginning. Instead of just inviting you to walk up the ridge, it, it maybe started on a like freeform, free flowing down flow to mm. then like invite the player to maybe try to take control of the situation. I see. That's interesting. Like uh-huh. uh, like was it Uncharted Two where he's on the train? Yeah. So so it's more because I've seen I've seen it where the game plays like a handoff, like the game hands off the controls to you mm-hmm. as opposed oh, to just like I see what go. You're about. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Destiny One. No, not like Destiny One. Okay, well, you're in this darkness, and it's like, go through this place. Like, oh, okay. Oh, no, I meant, like, the game is playing the game for you, and then uh, it hands it oh, off to you. Like, okay. actually, it's as if the game is handing you the controller now, gotcha, being, like, gotcha, like gotcha. one hand. First, it's one hand each, and then it's, like, fully you kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. Uh, Kaylin, qualms? Um, <gasps> my immediate response is to go, no. I don't have none. Um, I feel feel as though it could have been longer mm-hmm. like i feel like mm-hmm. there could have been maybe one more um, well like ruin to segment to come across but you, at the same time i don't care do you that have the white didn't cloth? happen all right all right uh, grumble and no, no I'm, I'm asking the question because the thing is okay so when i first played it it was like two hours and 15 minutes and i went through i think all the temples and then the second time I played it, I went to one temple. And then I immediately went to the snow level. And so it was like a 30-minute session. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, why isn't it that long? And I was like, oh, I played the game completely. I was like, oh, the game could be completely different. And then the fact that I found out that you can get the White Claws, I'm like, oh, the game doesn't have to be two hours long. It could be six, several hours oh, long. Oh, it can be really long. I yeah. just mean um, there is a... There is a line in this game that draws you to go on a certain path mm-hmm. uh, very quickly. And mm-hmm. when my experience was this is where I'm supposed to go. This is the 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 like only really direction that I'm getting, so I need to follow it. Um, so I feel like that specific path felt short. Hmm. Um, I know hmm. that there's more to the game. I'm just saying that kind of slipstream that once you slide path. into it, that curated yeah. path felt just a little too short. Um, but hmm. it's not like a true qualm because there's the options like literally everywhere else. Hmm. Um, so that's where it's like, I don't really have a qualm. If I were to have a qualm, that would be it, but I don't. <laughs> um, well, that's interesting that you bring that up because I guess that would be my second qualm would be if if it – I wish it would have more of a opportunity to invite the exploration more like it does sometimes where it puts the upgrades like up on a cliff and you're like, OK, I get it. I'm supposed to explore and find my way up that cliff. You know, it, it is kind of and then, you know, the, the area is kind of open up to a bit more of an expansive area and that kind of invites you naturally. Like the, the bridge section is like a big circle, I think. And it's like come, you know, there's a lot more to the space. Come and explore it. Come get all your you know upgrades. Unlock all the um, little flags or whatever they are. Um, so, but, but I, I wish it was more of kind of like, you know, the, the door could be over there, could be over there, you know, kind of like a bit more of like journey of life, pick your path kind of thing. Maybe it all leads to the same place, you know, or whatever, but kind of, I wish it did kind of invite me to, um, explore a few more of the nooks and crannies a bit more. What's that called when a dungeon like regenerates? Kind of like one of those things? Oh, like a, like a randomly generated like a, dungeon kind of thing. Kind of like that maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, for me, qualms, uh, none, absolutely none. Uh, I uh, like. I think after the first five ten minutes, when I got my first like extension like cloak, I was like, 
Oh, okay. Now I know what the game is. And yep. if anything changes, I just know that I'm there is meaning that I'm not picking up immediately. And I'll and I said this too, where it was like when I first played it, I felt it very singular journey. It was like my journey. And when I played it again, I was like, there's an actual world there's and story. Layers. And so I was like, okay. And so with that, like even then, I won't even say I have the most knowledge about everything that happens in the world, but given what I do know. I know that there's so much more for me to explore and that I like I 100% will after this playthrough after this recording I'm going to play it again because yeah. I oh, yes. it, it, why yes. not and it's like I just it, it and that's the thing where it's like there's no expectation I have of it where other yeah. than like I want it to just See kind of give me more and I worry like if I had so like I don't I don't know we'll see after I get the white cloak because to me if it becomes too fetch questy then that'll be my one thing but that's it Fair. Um, so we go to rating now yeah. Um, so I have two votes. Josh has one, and Ollie and Kalen have zero. You have so, three votes. I have three. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought. Uh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And you're right. I have one. I have three, and you have one. There we go. And right. You're right. Uh, yeah. And regardless, I was going last. So, um, Caitlin and Ali go first. I Caitlin? got it. It's a five. Okay. So surprise. But what? No, I would not change things. I mean. Okay. Yes, I just said if I were to have a qualm, it would be this, but but I don't, <laughs> so it's a five. Uh, yeah. Ali, yeah, and I mean, same like the qualms I brought up are just kind of like things that I would maybe casually change, but it doesn't take away from the experience of what this game is putting forward and what's presenting. So to me, it's absolutely a five. Mm. Now the second uh, runner-up for the most votes, Josh. It's a five. Oh, fuck. Um, I was wrong. My my <laughs> qualm, uh, my qualm lasted for maybe a chapter or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just me learning, but that's with any game. You learn what it is. You learn like what a good what game. it is. Yeah, a good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I yeah, you kind of learn what a game is in the first maybe a couple of missions or whatever it is. And this one, I learned what it is. And from then on, I was on the journey. I was like, dope. All right, I'm here. And I think it deserves a five because I'll play it again. Don't know when, but I will. I know that there's a reason mm-hmm. for me too. There's uh, playability. Uh, I'm excited. So mm-hmm. I'd say it's a five. There's nothing I would change. Like really, now that I know what it is. Right. Tom? Okay. Uh, well, I'm glad that some places are still open for takeout because I'm giving this a five dollar footlong. Hey, <laughs> we all the grump and not the grump. There's no grump. Um, and the only thing I'll say this is, it's not even one of my favorite games. I'll probably say that, but I will say that it's probably one of the best games ever made. And mm-hmm. I, I, I treat that kind of like how I treat like other art, where it's like it's not my favorite movie, but I can't deny the masterfulness of the film of the game. So. Um, yeah, again, I recommend anyone who's played a bunch of video games and someone that's never played a video game ever just play this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just just so that it's said, this game has won over a hundred, like well over a hundred uh, industry awards and media accolades. So it's like not just I have a big deal. like splash. two, it's like <laughs> a lot. And yeah. it got nominated oh, yeah. for a Grammy. Yeah, it's so, not a cult classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's but just yeah. real fucking good. <laughs> Thank That's you, it. Caitlin, for always nagging us that we should do this episode. 
Yeah. Yay. I'm glad it finally happened. Yeah, no, now we're not doing Okami ever, though. If there's other games uh, that the nation thinks that uh, they, would, they would like us say to uh, play. Say, 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 say Animal Crossing New Horizons because we can all play it. <laughs> Safe. I don't have to say Caitlin and uh, I cannot uh, play here. it. Don't mind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll buy it for you, Josh. You can't play it. <gasps> oh, no, yeah, but Caitlin right. needs a Switch, so... Dub. Uh, <laughs> work harder. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't say that. that. No, don't don't say work that. harder. Don't work harder. Don't, don't say work? that. Okay, no. then work smarter. <laughs> I would rather tell her stop. Just stop. Uh, anyway, <laughs> never work again, and maybe a switch will show up. Everybody, let's make that promise. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. If you have played Journey, let us know what you thought of your experience of Journey. Uh, who you thought would be the grump. There is no grump. None. Tell them they're So you are wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, uh, we appreciate everybody for stopping by and listening. Uh, thank you for joining us for this. This has been a, an interesting journey being in quarantine and still continuing Nerd On. Uh, we are learning... Uh, Ding! We're learning something <laughs> new every week in terms of what software to use, how to do this thing, do that thing. And uh, mm. it's a good time. We're in. We're enjoying it, and we appreciate you all. Um, if you're new to NerdOn, check out our website, NerdOn.tv. Has all the links. All of our episodes do go to video on YouTube, so that's a fun, fun, fun thing. Um, but uh, yeah, check out our Discord. Like we said, NerdOn.io/backslash/discord. Come join the conversation. Uh, Be the part community. of this journey. Yes, this journey that is uh, NerdOn. And we will join you on your journey. Yes. Whether um, you like it or not, apparently, because. Yeah, but problem. you deserve <laughs> anonymity. Um, but uh, yes, that's been it. Uh, you know the drill. As always, nerd on. Ending broadcast.